What is phase two? New day is done. <laughs> the day of the Power Cosmic Podcast. Gathered from around the galaxy comes the world's greatest comic book fans, all in one terrific podcast. It's the Power Cosmic Podcast. With your host with the most, the man who puts on Terrific Con, the world's greatest Comic Con every August at the Mohegan Sun in Uncasville, Connecticut, Mitch Alec. Joining Mitch each week will be an assembly of his terrific super friends. Join them as they talk about comic books, movies, and more. It's the Power Cosmic Podcast. Power Cosmic Podcast. You're listening to the Power Cosmic Eco-Friendly episode <laughs> where Jerry and Mitch now talk about recycling. Well, does Iron Man have a solar-powered costume? Or armor? I, you know, it's it's the arc reactor generates its own power. It's not real. Did you see that they want to put a nuclear uh, powered rocket on this Mars spaceship? A nuclear powered one? Yeah, they were just talking about nuclear. Why? Nuclear. I thought they don't want to do that. They don't want no, to do that. No, for years we stuff. don't because yeah. it's if the it launch lands back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it blows up, yeah. Screw those Martians. We don't care about that. Well, that was in that movie at Astra. He he escapes because he detonates a nuclear powered device and he uses the propulsion from the explosion to help him push his way right. back home so that's a spoiler no one's going to see it i'm sorry i sat in an empty theater the movie was open for a week yeah. it got beat by downton abbey good movie but no one was there i was like anybody else want to see well, that question who went to see downton abbey my wife did actually had a big box of mark hammond saw it not with sharon but he saw it too <laughs> I, I, don't never want, watched, I, never I never watched, watched the show, I was so thinking I, of I don't Masterpiece care. Theater and Upstairs, yeah. Downstairs. Yeah, I guess never really watched that. I watched, accents. I watched one season of Downton Abbey. It was yeah. okay. Yeah. I didn't have anything against it. It just wasn't my cup of tea. I would watch Stranger Things before I'd watch Downton Abbey. Again, yeah, but it's just not, not my not cup my, of tea. Right. It's right. like, I don't watch wrestling. No, I, I do care. not. No. When I was a kid, I loved wrestling. I'm watching documentaries about how the human brain works the other night. Why? I'll never know. Because I'm sitting there going down the list. Because your brain's not working. I, I'm trying to find out. I thought it was one of those What's do, wrong D, with me? DYI shows. You know, Why do, am I this way? Do it yourself. I thought maybe they'd help me fix it, but it didn't work that way. Yes, There's you. a lot of weird things on Netflix. Not all Netflix is... You is, can reboot your brain. I could. <laughs> but you need a Tesla battery in it. See? And it all goes back to the economic, uh, ecology. Well, I don't know. Again, what with comics? Yeah. Oh, here we go. Trying well, to keep no, it on saying, track. Yeah. You think about stuff. Think about what we can do now. For yeah. example. Yeah. Yeah. Like as you can print your, you can print comics. There's plenty of places that would do like. Oh yeah, you can just self publishing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you have laser copy. Right. right? <clears throat> Most of it's laser. Not. I don't think they're doing ink. They don't do inks. No. It's too expensive. But you have this tremendous ability to do a hundred copies. Mm-hmm. Thousand copies. Eh, that's right. more than enough for conventions. You can put yourself into business. Yeah. The problem is distribution. You got to distribute. Yeah, somehow. that's it's all comes down to distribution. I mean, if you're online and you do it like on yeah, but you're not making money or whatever. You're, you're not, not making, making any money. money. No, right. no. But the option is there. Whereas when I was a kid, or when you were even a kid, that was the, you'd have that's to it. print them yourself and, and then sell drive them mail order or something. That's how I met the guys Laird and Eastman. They drove town to town. They were in New Haven, and they were in the trunk of their car had uh, Teenage Turtles 1, 2, and 3 yeah. selling it out of the trunk of their yeah. car and then they became millionaires and what did I do? I bought issue 3 I didn't buy issue 1 or 2 <laughs> I bought issue 3 it was $1.50 and it was black and white and I was appalled 
by the artwork because I wasn't a big fan of the style, yeah. and I was like, it's black and white on well, top it was of like it. A, it was also a direct. It was an underground. Takeoff. It was a takeoff on Dark Knight, the first issue of Death. Eighty-four, like eighty-five. Do I didn't even think. It, I just thought it was ugly. It was closer to eighty-six or seven. Eighty. I wasn't going to college, so it had to be eighty-five. Because <clears throat> I remember then, buying it and yeah. brought it back and threw it in my locker. Literally, did not look at it. It was in my locker in school. I used school. to have a copy. I think of the first one, but did I don't you? think it was the first printing. Oh. But it was oh. around the time it came out. The comic store I was going to in West Haven, Bayshore Enterprises. Bayshore Enterprises. That's long gone. Um, Harold Finer. Yeah, yeah, Harold had the, I remember him going, oh, this is a new thing, it's, you know, I yeah. think I may even ask him about it. He was trying to push Muhammad Ali trading cards on me one day when I went in there. <laughs> so they're all signed by Muhammad Ali. No, they're not. Do you remember that store? If you yeah. Went, I'd go in it was the afternoon. Where the water would come up sometimes. And it yeah. would smell of uh, the, the salt water. Like being, yeah, yeah being, it was like being at the beach. You get that low tide smell. Yeah, exactly. That's why it was off of... Um, yeah, beach, is it Beach comics, Road? Comics and Stinky Fish. And you would go, to, it was near the boat launch, right near the water. Yeah, Space Road Enterprises. Long old days. Well, someone things. had recently mentioned um, Space Travel Oh, the... And that was the... Comic-Con guy yeah, up in yeah, Hartford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it East Hartford? Yeah, East... What, I thought it was West Hartford. Or one West of those. Hartford. One of the Hartfords. It was, yeah. on, it was on a main road. Yeah, it was yeah, like yeah, a yeah. Holiday Inn or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was him. And he had a Sunday show. So. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. I met people at that that I still see at your show. Yeah, you know, which is kind of amazing. Twenty. Oh no, years no, ago. I go to that Plainville. Con- I was there Sunday. I, d- oh, I didn't tell you about the collection I bought. It's been a while. So Wait, you were going to look at Steve one. I and I bought a collection one. of comics. Steve Barker. This Officer, was the thing you did last week. Officer Steve Barker. Guy had books in his basement for twenty something years. Yeah. Said he read them since the sixties. That there was a Daredevil number one in there. I'm like, really? There was no Daredevil number okay. one. Let me just tell you, we went through 20 boxes of books. They weren't long boxes. They right. were just boxes. Right. They weren't bagged and boarded. Right. They were in a basement. The guy said he had transported them from Connecticut to North Carolina to Colorado, back to Connecticut. He was an older man in the late 70s. Dude, nothing smells worse than comic books in a basement for 20 or 30 years. I wasn't wearing a mask. I went to bed that night. My nose was so stuffed up, I couldn't breathe. I couldn't figure out what it was. Then I realized it was all the mold and the dirt yeah, and the yeah. dust. My fingers were covered with like a black. Yeah, that stuff makes just, me itchy. I didn't realize how gross it was because yeah. it was like you were touching dirt. Yeah. Literally, like if you saw a pile of dust, no, no. it was like mixing your hand in it. Yeah. You know when we go to Black Cat and now then we look through the books, yeah, I'll start yeah. to sneeze. Yeah. Just imagine that in your house. Oh, no, no. I'm I had it in my garage. I had to leave the garage door open because there was that mildew smell. You should put them out in the driveway. Oh, to dry the, the sun in them? And also the humidity. So what happened was. 20 boxes of books. Do you know what most of those books were? Nope. Aryan. Aryan was the, not the Aryan race. I'm not talking the Nazis. <laughs> I'm Paul talking a, a, a Paul Coverberg. Arak, A-R-A-K. Roy Thomas. Uh, Airboy. I think the guy liked books that begin with the letter A. <laughs> Maybe you Amethyst. Was A's. No. A through Nothing Z. was in order. <laughs> Nothing was by year, by public. They were just so everywhere. He just wanted to get rid of them because no. when he started telling me he had books in the 60s, yeah. I was like, oh, this is great. Dude, no, me and Barker, we say, oh, here's how embarrassing it is. So Steve goes, he has to go back to Springfield, and I'm in where I live. So we go, let's just pull over to a like, uh, parking lot right. and start going through some of the books, and we'll divvy them up. You take your half, I'll take my half, and we'll go through them. Right. So we go to a Walmart, and right. Steve gets two big plastic bins. Yep. He goes, what books you want, we'll put in that. What books I want, we'll put in that. The rest we're just going to give to Goodwill or throw them away because they're just, they're just trash. Okay. 
So we're in this parking lot. We start at two o'clock. We go to like seven o'clock at night. Wow. Now listen, we're seeing these cars pull up in this parking lot, and people are coming out of their cars in suit jackets. Right. And I said, well, that's really odd that they're going to work at five or six o'clock at night in suit jackets right. because it's the end of the day. Right. Well, Steve calls me on the way home. He goes, do you know where we were? I said, no, we were at a empty parking lot somewhere in Wallingford. He goes, dude, we were in the parking lot of a funeral home. Uh, so we were sitting there uh, as people were coming out to mourn a dead one. And you and thought we this were, was a we, mistake at Walmart for a few hours. We went to a Walmart, and right next to it, there was a parking lot, and there was nobody in the parking lot, and there was a dumpster nearby, so we pulled over to it. Wait, did you put the books in the dumpster? No, well, we were going to, but the thing is, I kept saying to Steve, why are all these people walking by us wearing suits? He goes, maybe it's like a salesman right. training thing. Oh, that makes sense. It's like they're what, all what? members of the comic book. Authority. But they looked at it, and here's these two <laughs> losers in shorts and t-shirts, swearing about comic books with stacks of comic. Oh, they were all over the ground. I'm like, who reads this book? Who? What is wrong with this guy? And we're putting the, the books we want in the thing. The other books we're putting back in the boxes. Nice so, that you respected the guy who. Was I know, and Steve books. and Steve goes, <laughs> Steve goes, oh my god, man, I, I got to go to church now. I feel so bad that there's this dead body in there being. You know, awake, and we're over there screaming about comics. <laughs> so I bring them to Cave Comics the next day. The, the, I don't want them because they smell so bad. So I go to Cave, and, and Matt at Cave Comics says, "I don't want them either." What do you mean? He goes, "Look, I don't have the time yeah. to go through twenty-something boxes yeah, yeah, yeah. to find some good books that might be worth something yeah. to hopefully put in a back issue bin right. and pray that somebody buys them the next few years." He goes, right. "How much is your time worth?" Right. Literally, how many hours is it going to take to sort through those? Right. He goes, either give them to the Goodwill or throw them away. I go, throw away a comic book. <laughs> I go to the Goodwill. You know what they said? Uh-uh. They didn't want them. Why? There was too many of them. I said, oh, they, go, uh, they go, we'll take a box or two, but we can't so take 20 books. why did you do that? I, th- I threw them away. Oh, there's like... I know, taken, and I, you could have taken a couple boxes. You drive around. You could go to like five Goodwills. I went to uh, I went to uh, the comics uh, convention Savers. this weekend. You know what they said? The guys are like, I would have bought them off. Yeah. What are you talking about? He goes, dude, I would have bundled up a nickel a book. People buy that stuff. I go, dude, they were the worst books ever. Omega the Unknown. Nobody reads Omega the Unknown. You're yeah, like, but people oh, probably that. collect that. Well, there was a lot of Bronze Age stuff, yeah. and I took a lot of the Captain America yeah. stuff. But I was like. This guy, and then he had the 90s stuff. Yeah. He had Ravage, 2099, yeah, yeah. Spider-Man 2099 by Peter David. Yeah, yeah. None of that stuff was worth anything. Yeah. I'm sorry. Stanley presents wacky, weird, stripperella. And then, oh, you know, he did have a lot of Valiant books. Yeah. Which right. I heard they were worth stuff because people liked Harbinger, oh, right. Exo Man well, of War, yeah. Magnus Robot Hunter. Some kind of movie deal. Or oh, is it? Bloods, Bloodshot? Bloodshot, Bloodshot was in there. Harbinger was another That's a one. Bob Layton one, I think, Bloodshot. Co-created or something. I think Barry Smith had something to do with Barry that. Windsor did the covers. Yeah. But there was a lot of junk in that book. But I'm just like, man, oh, man. It was like being an archaeologist. Because you could tell what year it was Steve, just by going through some of the Steve books. Steve didn't want them either. Steve got some books. We got some X Men books out of it. We got some Spider Man. But I mean, the, the, did he get rid of stuff too? He took. Oh, his wife dumped him too. Oh. He said he had to keep his garage door open too because it was just so. I can't okay, describe it. You could it. put them in. You could put like baking so he said, soda. Put, I have dryer sheets. Somebody yeah, told yeah. me you put that there and absorb some of the yeah. mildewy smell. Or just like I so, said, if it's nice and sunny out, you it'll put them, cook it away. Put them out in the driveway, not in the direct sunlight, but no. put them out there and let them air out. Yeah. So that's a tip for you: don't leave your books in the basement 
yeah, for no. 20, 30 so years. Because mine are in there, but mine's well, furnished. Yeah, but yeah. I, I'm saying I don't have moisture coming in. This was a stone foundation. You yeah. can see like there was water well, coming when, in. You know, like when I go to, to Goodwill, yeah, yeah, I look yeah. through record albums, they're always basement ones, and they I immediately make my nose itch and my face itch and stuff. Yeah. Because, you, you, you know, as you're moving through them, you're releasing particles. <laughs> yeah, but he had a lot of other books there. I saw some shaken books that he had done. Some of those Wizards and Warriors and stuff. Sword and Sorcerer. Sword and Sorcerer, whatever yeah, yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was Fafner and the Grey Mouser. 70s? Yeah. Or was it the 80s one? No, late 70s, one, early 80s. He, he also did one with Mignola uh, of Fafner and the Grey oh, Mouser. I, oh, the entire Legion of Superheroes run was in there, if you wanted that stuff. Mike Grell Somebody did it. Would have. Mike Grell did Legion of Superheroes. Yeah. I didn't realize oh, that. Yeah. His name After was on David a lot Cochran. of them. Yeah. Legion of Superheroes. And you dump those? Yeah. Where? The recycle plant. But in bins, or did you boxes. just leave them? I just so left them in the boxes and tossed them. Oh, but you'd leave them sitting for somebody to claim? No. Okay. Why? I should have <laughs> left them and somebody would have taken them? Yeah. I don't know. Somebody who goes, somebody go, hey, there's a comic book. A whole run of Legion of Superheroes. Whatever. I don't know. I By the way, I didn't realize that Otto Binder, not Binder, yeah. Binder created the Legion of Superheroes. Well, he also did the he did, Superman family. He also created Kara. He gave her her name, Supergirl. More so than Schuster and Siegel, he actually came up with Supergirl. But they get the credit for it. But he came up with Candor. Well, because it's a the, derivative of Superman. Yeah, but by right, he came up with all that. Yeah. It was the well, mythos. Wasn't it Jim Mooney, the artist? No, they said it was uh, Otto Binder. I just listened no, to it. No, the artist. Jim Mooney. Otto Binder was a writer. Yeah, but it was his concept. There is nothing without the artist. Stop it. There isn't. Apparently, Otto Binder... You want to write a novel. They just... Thing. They... If you want to do a comic, it's an artist and a writer. No, no. It was the, art, it was the writer who thought of that whole idea. <laughs> Don't start with me, pencil boy. Uh, what do you call it? Dow dare Dick. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. splash my coffee in your get face. Chris, <laughs> get Chris Claremont on the phone now. I'm going to see Burn this weekend. I'll see... I'll ask him. Who thought of everything, John? Oh no, you can hear the ego crack from here. What do you mean, who? I did. I did it all. I killed them all. Uh, no, he'll be there this weekend. No, 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 no. Otto Binder is just listening. He, um, Bill. Sh- what's his name? The guy that just passed away from Alter Ego. Bill Shelley. Bill Shelley. Shelley. He wrote a book. He wrote Otto Binder. And yeah, I was yeah, listening I to The Word Balloon, and they, 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 they went through the whole Otto Binder book, and they talked about all the things he had thought of. And he I also did, did a fanzine. I too. did the cover for, for the Otto Binder book. Oh, you did? When he self-published it through his, I think, Hamster Press or something. Some, yeah, Hamster Press, yeah, yeah. And then Tomorrow did a, an edition of it a couple Would years later. Would you put later. Captain Marvel on the cover? Shazam? I, it was like a, he had a picture that he did. A yeah, yeah. caricature, and I did like a framing around it with Supergirl. So all the oh, characters. all those characters. Yeah. Oh, nice. Did you read the book? Yeah. Was it good? Was it? Yeah, yeah. Apparently, him and his brother would write science fiction stories. He wrote, uh, he wrote iRobot. iRobot was Iendo. But the thing of it is, they stole that title for the Carl. Asimov yeah. thing. Yeah. Little known fact. That's, they both, they all, they worked at. He did Boston. more. They did stuff comic book until DC put them out of business. Basically. And then they went to work for DC. They went, and they created the Superman because he, family he was stuff friends with Weisinger and um, Super Sons and yeah. all that. Yeah. Basically, that's all. Basically, all he did was take the Super Horse and. Crypto, the super dog. Well, he took the care, he the took Marvel the, stuff. The field and, that they were doing. Yeah, the Marvel yeah, family yeah, brought it over to DC. 
So I was just thinking it was the Captain Marvel guy, but he did think. But he did think of Mister Mind, that came up in there. Yeah. That they said he had no idea. It was a twenty-five issue story, chapter story. Right, the story. And was, then at the end, there was this little worm. Right. This, the idea was that they, they kept it kept it mysterious, and then they were yeah. like, "Okay, well, how can we top this? We'll make it the most least possible yeah. thing that you could imagine." And then when DC took it, they changed it so it's Mister Mind's actually in his dimension. He's this big hideous monster. But on our dimension, he's just a little worm. I go. I well, my story, he was because he was always a Venusian. Oh, okay. So I actually, had him, that was you. I had him come from Venus on one of the the uh, probes. Oh. So he, he first. In my well, what did he look like on Venus? Museum. Was he a giant monster? No. He was no. still a little worm. Yeah. Well, somebody along the line changed no, it. it. Oh, you Grand know what was? It was a new fifty-two. It was a new fifty-two. Yeah. That's where they changed it. Yeah. They had a tamper with that. But I had him basically. He infects the first guy. Yeah. Somebody who went to visit the Smithsonian Air and Space Museum. Yeah. And his, you know, little spore or whatever <coughs> survived the trip on the spaceship. And oh. he infects the first guy, and then he's capable of... In previous ones, there was only him. One, yeah. But I had him as... You like, do that basically cover a with all the worms. Universal mind, a single mind with... Unimind. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Look at that. What else did we find? I found a lot of supervillain team-ups, which was a good book. I kept those. So how much of this collection that I kept, did you actually say? I have right now a, a Rubbermaid bin of yeah. books that I kept. Well, don't keep them in a Rubbermaid bin. is not going to breathe. You well, I have them, them in breathe. the thing with baking soda right now, trying to get the stench out. But I found all the Captain America, Steve Englehart run, which is a good one, the yeah. Nomad ones. and Steve took the Spider-Mans. One. It takes a long time because it is actually spores. That are in there? From my brother. That I had to, I had to my, kill it out? Well, I had books from my older brother that were in a basement at my grandmother's house. Yeah. And there weren't that many that I wanted out of the book. Right, he had like right. Captain 3D from the 50s, and he had a Superman 3D. Oh, yeah. I've the seen 50s. the Superman 3D book. So I took those and a couple of classic illustrated, and I just basically opened them up and I heard, them yeah, outside on yeah. a table or a surface yeah. and just let the, them air out. And that took most of it, like after... Yeah, that musky smell. A yeah, days, yeah. it took most of it off there. But the oh, sun, right. I think the heat and the humidity has to penetrate. Oh, then I'll do that, because it's been there for like a week now. Do you have I've a dehumidifier? Open. Yeah. So just maybe... Put that put right next to it? Yeah. Put the books near there or something. Oh. Uh, Steve found a couple good ones, though. But anyway. That's was the problem, though, is plastic containers don't breathe. Oh. So, so it's not really helping just Unless trapping low, it all in there. Maybe if they're already low humidity, it would mm. be okay. But if you've got something that's stinky, all it's going to do is concentrate. Well, somebody had gone through those books at one point in the years because the, all the good books, like the first Punisher, were missing and the Death of Gwen Stacy was missing. Like, wait a minute, dude. All the other cheesy books are here, but the real good ones, the choice ones, aren't here. Something's going on. I you know? still remember when I back in the... It had to be the 80s. Seven. Yeah. I decided... Because I was buying new stuff, I decided I had to get rid of older stuff. Oh, no. And I sold a bunch of, um, must have been like 60 or 70 issues of the Hulk. Oh, did you really? And But I specifically pulled the Wolverine ones out because yeah. I'm like, this guy wasn't giving me big bucks. It was just a, you know. But you got rid of all the other Herb Trippy, Roy Thomas. A lot of those. The Jarella. Ones, I saved the ones that had, uh, probably I saved the Jarella, but I saved the ones that had several inking. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then maybe there was a period after was that. Fighting where, motorcycle gangs. Yeah. But it was, I mean, who did it after Trimpin? Was it like Milgram and those yeah, guys? Yeah, yeah, Milgram, yeah. I don't think I saved those. No, you're not missing anything. 
Well, I didn't have anything against them. I was just trying to figure out. No, it definitely changes though. I used like, to save complete runs, and then I decided, well, if I didn't really care for the art, why am I yeah. saving it? Did so, I tell you that I heard this weekend that Inker Vinny Coletta, when he would get Kirby stuff to speed up time, would erase the backgrounds. Yeah. That Jack was drawing all this elaborate stuff, and Vinny's like, I ain't got no time to do this. He'd be an eraser. It's done. Well, he was simplifying it. He was making it fast. I mean, if you look at some of the examples in the Tomorrow's magazine, oh, you Kirby can see Collector, the pencils. They would print them. Yeah, they print the like here's a, a panel with Thor and yeah. a bunch of Asgardians. Yeah, and then when you get the book, there's would, no Asgardians. He would make that decision. Like if there's a balloon in the background mm-hmm. and maybe it cut off part of a guy, he would just take the whole guy out. Oh. I mean, it's editing. I know. It's not Jack's, great. Jack's drawn this thing and it's yeah. gone. You'll never no. see it again. But then the, 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 a lot of times the word balloons didn't have any respect for the art either. No, that's true. They would put them over everything, you know? Hmm. So, who do you blame more? The guy who covers up a bunch of people's heads? <laughs> you nah. know, the word balloon? Nah, so what... Oh, I was going to tell you, the Rambo movie. See, it all ties into villains. So basically what happens is Rambo's niece, we find out he has a niece. I didn't know he had a niece. She gets abducted by this uh, Mexican uh, white slave ring, you know, and they make her like a prostitute. Right. So he has to go across the border. I don't know what messages were going on in there because maybe it was because the evil Mexicans were trying to get across the border because well, they showed the wall. You can't make the Russians bad guys in this. Yeah, I was like, what is going on there? <laughs> So they go over there, and he is... Oh, spoiler alert. Nobody cares. They kill his niece, okay? They inject her with heroin, and they just, like, torture her, and she dies. And then he goes on a rampage and kills everybody. But the thing of it is, like you just said, the Russians, you know, you can't make anybody a bad guy. They made it so clear-cut, like black and white, like, oh, no, there are no redeeming qualities whatsoever. These are right. bad guys. Right. They, they took these young girls, they right. drugged them, they chained them up, they made right. them like, you know, prostitutes. They drugged them. Right. There's no way in hell you're going to sit there and go, well, come on. He's just trying to make a living, you know. So Rambo kills them all, mercilessly, just, just wipes them out. Right. But along that story, it is so hard to make a bad guy nowadays because everybody always gives you the flip side of the right. coin right. and go, well, you know, is he really a bad guy? Is Luke Skywalker really just a terrorist because he kills... I know, we've talked about it before, but I'm saying this because with the Joker movie coming out, and I did hear from somebody at the mall, they go, I'm afraid to go to the Joker movie. I go, why? They go, he kills all these people. I go, listen, I just saw Rambo. He killed 50 people. I don't see anybody running out of the theater with a machete going after people. I don't... I think it's just the media that's making people believe this stuff. I don't think it has anything to do with it. What? It's, what has the media been doing? I'm not they, saying they need to sell newspapers. Right. They've well, always they're not selling some. newspapers. They're, they're, they're clicks. driving views to online. Yeah, the, or, the, the, yeah, they've, yeah. they've switched from selling newspapers I mean, to clicks. What has changed has, is the fact that there are what, like five media news, outlets, twenty-four hour a day news channels on yeah. cable. Fox, MSNBC, CB, CNN. Yeah. Used to just be CNN. Right. You have CNBC. You have oh, yeah. MSNBC. Oh, yeah, you have yeah, yeah. Whatever. Plus, you have. You know, other outlets. So they have to have content. So they you're have saying to they have content, so hey, they make this stuff story, up. But yet, if you watch those things, it's they not replay really the same thing yeah, every yeah, hour. Yeah. It's like watching a weather channel. Yeah, breaking you know, it's news. It's basically the same stuff yeah. in a loop. Yeah. So they're not, they're creating stories. Yeah. 
they're creating fear because fear sells things. Oh, it always has. You know, you can't just have a rainstorm. It's got to be the. It's got to be the, the one where people are being wiped out, right. with floods, and killing. But yet, people. with all the storms of the century, nobody wants to just come out and say, "Yeah, they're global warming." Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we want it both ways. And I mean, the same is true with with uh, any negative stuff. It's like, you know, if C if CNN is the one that's lying because they're making up stuff, then how does that make Fox better? Yeah. Because they're both Why? packaging the news. Yeah. I don't know that they're, you know, one is probably... It's their point of view. Yeah. yeah. But it's, it's not, not a news lie. anymore. No. It's, it's someone's opinion. Exactly. You know, just yeah. like your newspaper, a newspaper always had your... Editorial. Yeah. And on the editorial page. That was the op-ed. Right. Yeah. That was the idea. Yeah. And you know that a reporter is going to be biased in their own way just like any writer or mm. observer's bias yeah they'll like be a slant yeah. right you're, you watch some guy being beat, beaten up and you think you know oh no it's something horrible well you don't know unless you unless you're in that guy's shoes yeah right. or you know the story I so, mean it's all subjective and the problem is all this stuff is being fit, so we'll fed do to it. us to scare, scare you so we'll do it we'll do it before we see the Joker movie because I'm going to see it this week do you think it's gonna, he's going to kill hundreds of people I think he'll probably kill one person I don't know you don't I have know? No clue. I don't know anything about it either, but I'm just saying I bet he doesn't kill anybody. I bet he incites people and he becomes a folklore figure. Like that's the way I'm thinking. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm thinking because the way they show these people wearing these masks yeah. and he's basically a down and out loser right. that no one has any respect for, right. but somehow he inspires people right. to go out and suddenly commit these crimes right. and becomes a folklore, like Robin Hood. Right. And that's what I think happens. And the thing is, they don't tell you if it's the real Joker in the Batman book. It's the idea of the Joker right. that creates this chaos, right. and Batman's always trying to make, you know, order. Right. That's the whole Batman story. Right. His parents have taken from him. He's trying to. It's order re- versus chaos. Order. Yeah, yeah, and that's the whole thing. So I believe that I think the Joker probably doesn't kill anybody. Yeah. He just makes people go out, like you said, Charles Manson, yeah. who never pulled the trigger or yeah. stabbed anybody. Yeah. Yet he was the. Yeah, he was it. the people do yeah. it for him. That would be a good movie. It's called Helter Skelter. It's already been done. But now it's with a clown makeup on. So <laughs> I will bet here on Tuesday, October 1st, before seeing the movie, that the Joker doesn't take anybody out and that he just becomes this driving force behind this revolution. And that's what they're afraid of. That's my theory. I could be wrong. We'll, we'll find out. The reason people are afraid is... They don't want to get hurt. Well, they're the afraid theater. because of the... The idiot who There's an painted his nut. hair crazy and, and then shot those people, people in the movie theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the Joker wasn't in that movie, by the way. No, I, know. I told people that they said, "Oh, look at the last one." I go, "Yeah, that was with Bane." But it was the a, Joker was in the Dark Knight. It was a crazy guy who painted his hair. Or, or it was per, it wasn't even orange. green because I remember going. Oh, so he was. He said he was the Joker, but he was. It was the yeah, orange and purple. <laughs> Yeah, but he no, was a sick individual because let me just no, say it. There's movies that come out every single day about violence. And if that was the case, they'd be shooting people 24 hours 7. I mean, it seems like they do, but... Well, what about the... The I mean, movie The Purge. Well, The Purge, you also have... I mean, if, if something's going to... Taxi Driver, did you see anybody kill a lot of people back then? Well, Taxi Driver, I it said that, that kid off Ronald Reagan. But I saw that when it came out, and it was that was quite shocking. Was it really? Yeah. Really? It was shocking. I mean, I'm saying it maybe one because you didn't have TV violence like yeah. we do now. It was very yeah. It was shocking to you because a, you weren't exposed to it 24 right. seven. You didn't have video free. games. But that era also, I remember. Um, Blue really, Collar. that was a the, 1975. That was a big deal. That movie. Yeah. 
Really? Remember Blue Collar? No. What's Blue Collar? There was a movie with George C. Scott. It was uh, also written by the Paul Schrader. I think it might have been directed by Schrader, too. Cat People? Paul Schrader? Wrote, yeah. No, the guy who wrote Taxi Driver. Paul Schrader. Oh, he did? Yeah. I didn't know that. I um, thought it was Scorsese. Oh, he was the director. Yeah, directed. yeah, yeah. But Schrader did this. It was like George C. Scott was like a blue-collar dude. Who his, loses his it. His daughter gets into drugs. And then... You know, kind of into some kind of prostitution situation, yeah. and he goes after them, like Rambo. How to find them? Yeah, and he goes and he, he brings her back. Yeah, and that's what Rambo did. Yeah, but I'm saying this. Well, she's and then he wouldn't kill everybody. Oh, this one did not. But that concept has been with us. It's a basically it's your vendetta movie. You yeah, know, straw dogs. Falling Something down with really Michael happened. Douglas, remember that? Yeah, he's yeah. being pushed well, around, he, but he, and he right. snaps, and he, he just starts, yeah, just being pushed. But they made like that something. more like a comedy, if I remember. That wasn't done as a, oh, let's well, be afraid. Now, by the time that came out, when you saw him, wasn't he walking like he was in this car? He was in traffic and jam, and they got out of the something. car. He had a shotgun. Yeah, I remember at the time, like it was almost like that was treated almost dark humor. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was and a was comedy. Like, oh, this isn't funny, <laughs> you know. No, it wasn't. But, but we it, always flirt with that. I mean, the idea of, of vengeance is certainly, it's fueled. Think about the, again, Taxi Driver, when does the Punisher show up in a code comic? The Punisher shows up in, in Spider-Man. Spider-Man 129. And that's what, in the 70s? 74. That was a yeah. Death Wish. That's so when Death that Wish was out there. Era. You had Dirty Getz Harry. New York City. Bernie Guest was in the 80s. He was in the 70s. He was will, I'll bet you twenty dollars. I remember because no, I was in I school because I remember what happened. It was nineteen eighty like, something. Type yes, 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 yes. You had Charles Bronson. You had Death Wish. Yeah. You had Dirty Harry. You had to, like, yeah. The bad guy gets it because the perception is right. oh they're getting off. Justice can't be done. Right. Yeah. No, I get it. But they were doing it in a form of justice. Yeah. They were doing it because they were taking the law into their own hands. Right. That was behind all these guys. Right. The ones that come out now, there's no law. They're just killing for the sake of killing. Making a distinction between good and bad people. Now it's like just a lot of collateral damage. There is no bad anymore. That's why I said this movie was like you knew there was the bad guys. Why? Because look what they did. Well, look what they. I mean, look how far Lucas went to to make the the, Darth Vader, the stormtrooper guys, just basically cannon fodder. Oh, they're all clones. Yeah. So don't, don't feel care. bad for them, yeah. and they're clones of a bad guy. So right. there you go. It's okay. You can, you can, when they get shot. Don't worry about it. Yeah. You know. I mean, that's different. That's almost taking responsibility away from people. It's like, wait, these guys all joined this cause. Yeah. That's scarier. Yeah. You know. Well, there's a whole thing about cult leaders. Yeah. They, you know, people making you do whatever they want. I mean, I think the those, but the concepts have always been in comics were just limited by the comic code right because you weren't allowed to do a lot of that stuff because why do the kids in the 50s run off and cause massive riots? well they were clearly worried but most of the worries if you if you look at anything historically yeah oh they're worried about gangs they're worried about motorcycle gangs and they're trying to pin something whatever it's always about controlling Mm. and it's always about the man yeah (laughs) yeah yeah putting people down controlling something right and then you can control what comics they're reading because oh this is you know ruining their minds but yet we're still drafting put you in a war and give you a gun and, you know what I mean there's oh, a yeah, lot yeah, of weird yeah, yeah, things yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's always been about control but no one ever stood up to that um, most of it's Dr. Wortham said this is all horseshit because he was a, he was a he was like a once Dr. Phil once he got Phil built guy. up right yeah. but once he got built up and he had his platform Everybody he, bought he into it. that whole industry because people who didn't even buy comics thought, I know. oh, these are bad. Yeah. 
me my mom wouldn't buy us superhero books or any really? comics unless they were like Dell comics or yeah good you know, two shoe westerns yeah yeah because she and this was in she the, was worried about it that. was in the 60s yeah she was still remembering the 50s you know with the the Wortham stuff I mean that stuff gets embedded just like any like vaping, stereotype like vaping. Get embedded. but I'm saying like vaping when did vaping Vaping, Vaping started about problem. 10 years ago, I remember first seeing it. I've always had a problem with I it. I thought it was silly to but begin with. Yeah. I understand that it's a workaround for not being able to smoke, smoke a cigarette. Yeah. cigarette, right? Yeah. Because it's not technically it's lit. Mist or whatever. But when did it suddenly become the worst thing ever? When people started dying in the last couple of weeks. But do you. I don't know that Which I is weird. This. And what's happening yeah. is with people, I think if you look into the people who have problems, is that the, it's unregulated. Yeah. So, like, the big companies have standards, but then you go to the bodega and you buy something that's cheaper, that's homemade. You or know what's in it. Know, yeah. yeah. It's not probably... It's like buying... I'm going to go to the, buy... Five Joe's, below to go buy my, my cough syrup. Milk, yeah, yeah. You know, instead of some brand or whatever, you're going to think, well, a bigger brand... Wait a is second. Be, is that why the gas is cheaper <laughs> at the gas stations? Because of yeah. the milk? No, because I always think that too. I'm like, why is milk so much cheaper at the gas station? Joe's it milk. Was, it was the milk of a camel. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you like drinking German Shepherd They're milk. They're milking rats. They're milking rats. <laughs> 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 you open the back door, there's all these little rats <laughs> and these little tiny teats. And they're all like filling up. Would you say you wanted fat free? It's all the same vat too. They just put different labels but on that's it. Like what I think 2%? Is sure, it's 2%. I'm not coming out for vaping or whatever, but yeah. I think the big issue... Jerry Ordway says vaping is cool. No, no, I think the story... It's like... It's unregulated, yeah. and the problems probably are related to somebody oh, doing sure. a knockoff or something yeah. cheap or whatever, and then everybody gets blamed. Mm-hmm. You know, I did think it was odd that the state of Massachusetts banned all vaping sales, but they're legalizing weed. And I'm like, wait, there's something in that story. It makes no sense. That, and I'm like, wait, weed is okay, right. but we're not doing the vaping. Okay. But that's and then I'm they're saying. like, well, who's, get, the, who's getting a kickback for once, that? that was the once first it thing started, started, it became, oh, wait, we, we, can, we can run with this. And the politicians, yeah. oh, we can run with this. Yeah. Because, look, people are outraged. Yeah. And what does it take to outrage people? A couple of freaking stories. And not a lot. Context. Not a lot. Well, do you think the public's basically stupid? They trust too much. Thing. People what? are very naive. I think... I see people stuff are, and I'm like, wait, why do you believe that? Because they said I think so. People just don't have the level of. They don't want to invest the time. It's kind of like a parent not wanting to look at a comic before they give it to their kids. Like to give them the Walking Dead thing it's to like, a hey, nine year old kid. I don't yeah. want to deal with it. Here, this is good. Read this. And the kids open it up and there's people's heads cut off and guys just, having sex with corpses. I'm just saying, it's like it's a valued judgment that I'm making against right. somebody. Right. But I do think. But isn't people, that your job? A lot of people feel overwhelmed by everything, so they don't want to bother to read a story. Yeah, but isn't so that your job the, as a parent? Yeah. It's a responsibility? Oh, yeah, it is. You would think. And you have to take it seriously. You don't let your kids eat Twinkies for dinner, do you? Well, maybe they do. Well, they shouldn't because that's no, not nutritious. I know, I know, but I mean, it, I'm sure they're... But what's the cop out? I'm too busy? Yeah. Oh, well, too effing bad. Well, too... They shouldn't well, have the kids knew, to begin I mean, with. When we were kids... We were out playing and doing But you knew stuff. there was like basic food. We always food. knew we had to be home at a certain time yeah, for dinner. Right. And we always had, we, we knew if we got in trouble, we'd really get in trouble. Oh, yeah. If you try to hide it, yeah. you're dead. Yeah. Yeah. So, so but I'm saying, difference. but even like the strange nutrition stuff, we're going back to that. Yeah. You knew that eating candy wasn't good for you. Yeah, we weren't allowed to eat candy. No, I remember going to a McDonald's was like once a year treat. It was not something you did every yeah. day. It was like, oh, it's your birthday? We'll yeah. go to McDonald's. And what do you get? 
one hamburger, one small fry, and one soda. That was you didn't get like thirty Big Macs and maybe a milkshake or maybe a, an ice cream cone. I remember, I remember pie. when they introduced the ice cream cones oh, yeah. in the seventies. That was like a big deal. It's like. Oh, there's an ice cream cone. I just remember things. the apple pies were a cool thing because they came hot. Oh, yeah. You know? and it was like, it, it wasn't as hot. It was like lava hot. It was very Like if you've been into that, you'd like scald yourself right, for an hour. You could the, weld with the, the, burnt, with the, <laughs> the, the roof of your mouth. You could weld metal with the, with the filling. Speaking of funny, it was funny. So Steve Barker, we're looking through all those comics, right? And I know how it came up to Captain Crunch. We're talking about Captain Crunch cereal. Oh, he, oh, he asked what I had for breakfast. I said I had Raisin Bran. And he goes, Raisin Bran? I said, yeah, I had post-Raisin Bran. He goes, why? I go, because Kellogg's puts too much sugar on it, and I don't like it. I like the drier flakes. He goes, why wouldn't you eat, like, Captain Crunch? I go, because I'm not three. And he goes, oh, I eat Captain Crunch. And I stopped, and I thought about it. I said, well, when the boys were home, we'd have, like, peanut butter crunch. But I go, but you never get the, the Crunchberry one. He goes, yeah, because the roof of your mouth would get, like, torn to shreds. And I go, that's exactly why we never would. You'd buy it, and, like, as last resort... And then you go to eat it, and even if it sat in milk for 20 minutes, yeah, yeah, yeah. it never, like, loosened up, softened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you go to chew it, and literally you can feel the blood in your mouth or taste it because it's scraping the, the palate. Crunchberries now with razor Crunchberries wire. Crunchberries with razor wire. <laughs> and it's so funny. He said it. I looked at him. Now and go, made with steel wool. I thought it was just me. He goes, no, it was me, too. I go, why is it still on the market? Speaking of things that are bad for you. Crunchberries. Getting a phone call tonight from uh, well, General Mills. Hey, shut up, buddy. Simple, and again, not being the the watchdog of all humanity, but you are. do we need sugar in everything? Apparently. And you know what they... When they, did that start, by the it way? It started when... 50s. When they, no, it started in the, in the 60s when they suddenly said, oh, fat is bad for you. Oh. So they replaced fat content with sugar. No, Frosted Flakes. They had that in the 50s. They yeah. had Frosted... But, well, that, that's a different thing that changed. What happened oh. in the 60s, mm. when, we were, when I was a kid in the 60s... Everything was sugar. They marketed to the parents... So they yeah. couldn't they couldn't reasonably market a super sweet cereal to the parents because the parents would go they don't need a super sweet cereal yeah, 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 they rot their teeth out yeah in the seventies and eighties they marketed directly to the kids yes they did so with those kids, cartoons the super kids sugar would bug crisp the parent the parent would give in and then suddenly you have you know that's how we have the cereal sugar. oh that's what happened. but the other stuff was sugar and they put sugar in, in pasta sauce they put sugar in oh yeah well sugar English muffins they put it in stuff that doesn't need to be sweet mm. it's all in there and it was put in that became the ingredient once there was like, oh fat is bad. So we'll replace it with sugar with empty calories. And now they know that the fat wasn't bad. No, Certain it wasn't. Certain kinds no, of fat yeah. bad, but not natural fat. Polysaturated. Artificial fats. Artificial fats. Yeah. Like, so. like, that's Domino. But here's, and, 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 that's Domino, named after Domino Sugar. <laughs> yeah, right. Coincidence? <laughs> I don't <Right>. think so. <laughs> right, it's some kind of... Yeah, it's not like ancient aliens right now. Well, you can make that you can make that stick, just post it a couple times. I'm just going to do it. Fats Domino. Seriously. It'll be a thing. Yeah. 12 people believe it. Well, they, the, the joke of anything is what? people people take small bites of information and that they, are prepackaged. And they add to it. And they, it becomes, oh, this is what it is because they don't bother to read the source or Read? What is wrong with you, man? Draw I'm pictures. Saying, it's not a, It's not even a bias thing. It's no. like you can sell anybody on anything by just hitting them with one message. And if you repeat it enough, that becomes their truth. That's the problem. People used to do, I mean, again, the people that you What's trust. What's due diligence? Actually but that's what a newspaper used to have. That's why, you know, in the 60s, 70s, journalism was yeah, looked it was a big to deal. Reporters were a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's like it was in the 20s, in the 1920s, with the, uh, where you had yellow journalism. What's his name? The one that had the big mansion I went to. 
Hearst? Hearst, yeah. yeah. I went to his house in, in California. Yeah. Massive thing. He had like, it was based on Citizen, Citizen Kane, exactly. He had like flamingos and it looked like a Roman palace. I mean, you yeah. go to his pool and it's yeah. got like inlaid marble and tile. It was insane. And you go, the guy had more money than anything. Think about it. He owned all the newspapers yeah. and all the people paid yeah. him. And, and who do you have now? Well, Murdoch's Tech gone. Guys, you know, media giants. Well, you had, Murdoch's you had, gone. no, but you had your Ted Turner's, your yeah. Rupert Murdoch's, and yeah. all that. But they don't seem to wield the power now. It's corporations, money fund managers, like Fox News Corp. Like that. And the yeah. man is still trying. You're still trying to fight it. You get the hero out there trying to fight the man. Look, like they made J. Jonah Jameson a an online yeah, yeah. podcaster guy. Isn't that kind of fits? Yeah, like no, no, that was sensationalism. His, you know, yeah, that would be perfect like for him. The Daily Bugle, it's like, how could you ever, if you were in you wouldn't the read that. universe, yeah. why would you read that? Because you like Spider-Man. Yeah. And every one of them was well, like, trying to point menace. out how bad Spider-Menace. he was. Spider-Menace. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking for everything. No, no, that, that was a perfect thing. That's why when they said they're going to make these MCU movies yeah. again with Spider-Man, I go, good, because I want to see how that story yeah, ends. Yeah, yeah. I would have been, well, do you think it was too coincidental? Well, Jonah Jameson would probably with Ukraine to try to find dirt on, on Spider-Man, Spider-Man Peter, Parker. Peter Parker. Do you think that it was a coincidence that they solved that situation with Sony on Friday just because the DVD comes out today on Tuesday? The cynical side of me went, they probably go, oh, wait a minute, how many of those units are we shipping out? Yeah. Well, they're not going to buy them because there's no part three. Yeah. Oh, well, just patch well, things up. I'm sure that they... I'm just, it has some hand I think in it. that was a negotiation all along. Oh, really? Yeah. And I think it sounds like they probably found middle ground. Disney yeah. wanted a lot and then apparently Spider-Man's going to be in uh, Venom 2 they, they conceded but that's not a he's supposed to be in another Marvel movie yeah but he's also going to be in Venom yeah. 2 which is what they Sony wanted yeah. and they said no but then yeah. Kevin Feige said fine if you give him back we'll let right. you use him for this so I mean it's a negotiation it's, it, at the end of the day people, let me just tell you it's better than watching those Spider-Man movies from the 1970s on CBS whenever people start to complain about oh yeah another, yeah it's not yeah. like who's no. the who are you going to feel sorry for? Which billionaire? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They only have $4 billion. This one gets $6 billion. Oh, well. Right. How do they expect to live at night? They're going to have to drink, you know, tap water. Oh, poor Warner Brothers. Oh, poor Warner Brothers. <laughs> oh, poor Warners. Oh, well, I heard also that Apple was going to buy Sony. And if that happens, then automatically Spider-Man reverts back to Disney because Sony's not a player in it. I go, I don't know. I love when I find out all this information from shop clerks at a video game store. Oh. I go, what do you guys got on the pulse of uh, Financial News Network? I heard that yesterday. I mean, it could happen. Apple's an extremely I, I, I would love to be naive about all this stuff again and just read a story and well, not worry about it. If they would buy the right to do those movies, I would think. Yeah, but Apple also is it's dumb. They want to make money. Yeah. yeah, but I'm saying it wouldn't undo the deal necessarily just because uh, they wouldn't re- if it was still called Sony... I heard Apple. They want to buy Sony because Apple wants content for their new Apple Network, yeah. and Sony makes yeah. TV and movies. So and Sony's not owned by Disney, right? That's going to be interesting to see. Who do you think wins out in the next couple of years? I think we're going to have so much TV that we won't have time to watch it. You know I just bought, I just bought the Disney thing. Did you? No. It was one hundred forty dollars for three years locked in. Wait, I was you like, told me it was that that deal didn't. No, they added it back because people found out. When? Since now, if you go to is it still in yeah, if you if you go to the website, what is it, DisneyPlus.com, okay. and you fill in your email, the next day you'll get an email from Disney saying, "Hey, we have a special oh. offer for you. If you sign up now with your credit card, we will lock in a rate of one hundred forty dollars for three years." I'm like, "That's nothing. It's like five dollars a month." 
they're giving it to you like a drug dealer. Yeah, Here, yeah. take it for free. But then again, yeah. how much Disney TV am I watching? Really, I don't yeah. really want to see that like, Star I Wars watch, movie. I don't watch that much on Amazon, no. mainly because I don't have an Amazon button. I have my, the Amazon Prime thing, but, but I don't have an Amazon button on my TV. Oh, like, then you'd watch Netflix more. Button on yeah, my yeah. TV. It just seems like. But no, I don't I watch just, a lot of Netflix streaming either. No, I put I Netflix on. Other stuff. You know what I was watching Netflix the other day? Old Star Trek shows that I've already oh, yeah. seen before because I was working and I wanted something on like a radio and I said it again. I'm like, oh, look, I'll put that one on. And I'm looking up. Oh, so what did they have? They still they, have the They clean the effects generation. up. Oh, they have all those tracks. Yeah. But, which is weird. Why doesn't Paramount have them? I'm like, I thought they started that CBS network. Well, those rights are probably long they, term or multiple Oh, years. is that? I'm like, why, you know, why didn't you pull that off yeah. and put it on the CBS network? Yeah, it's like Warner Brothers was pulling Friends in 2021 or Oh, is that going off? Yeah, yeah. Because Netflix, it's one mm. of Netflix's most popular downloads. Oh, yeah, it's huge. Use. I couldn't believe that either. Like, Friends so, is big. But those, you know, the rights are tied up. Yeah, yeah. Um, I still wonder if, if there's some point where the Marvel shows will just be forgotten that we're on Netflix. Oh, did you hear today that officially they shut down the Marvel TV division with Jeff Loeb? Oh, did they? And they rolled over to Marvel Kevin Feige's cinematic thing. So, is, so, so is all those shows are dead. They're all Jeff on Loeb them. still doing them? They didn't mention him, but they said the division's been closed, and as of today. So no more Cloak and Dagger? Was that Cloak, Cloak? The only ones that are left alive are Cloak and Dagger and that Hulu show, which is... Runaways? Runaways. Those are the only two that are in touch because they're on ABC Freeform. Yeah, yeah. But, well, S.H.I.E.L.D. is done. That, yeah. They wrapped already. Shield's how over. different can it be? I think the only difference would be that the TV Bigger division... Bigger budget, maybe? Yeah, the TV division was probably run under a tighter... Constraint. Oh, they didn't have much money, yeah. But... The Netflix shows, because Netflix co-produced them or put the money up, the yeah. Netflix shows were expensive, and they did have better production values. I heard they wanted to get D'Onofrio to play the Kingpin in Spider-Man Three. Yeah. I'm like, that'd be interesting. I'd like to, to see, bring him in as I'd the like Kingpin. To see the whole cast somehow have a. Oh, they make Daredevil Spider-Man's lawyer. I said somebody posted that, that like would you be know, because yeah. he needs to get a, a, yeah, yeah. a lawyer to defend. I think. I mean, I because everyone knows he's bad. Peter Parker. Yeah, I mean. I don't have the same feeling for all the shows, but yeah. I do feel like, you know, you can't blame the actors. I think they did a good job. The, oh, yeah. the Cage was good. Jessica Jones. Iron Fist. And the actors were good yeah. in the roles. Um, it just, you know. It was too much, I think. Disney, I read something that Disney was saying that the, they could they could possibly be paying up to $25 million to do a pilot for some of these shows. $25 million? $25 million. For a pilot? No. That's way too much money. But then you think that, and it is a lot. Yeah, it's a couple million, but really. If they do a pilot and they put the big amount into it, they probably build in effects. Film a lot of stuff, stuff that they could reuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, could yeah. build a 3D environments yeah, 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 yeah. or what have you. I was going to say, that's reuse. a shit ton of money. But, uh, <laughs> but look at how much it costs. What was there something crazy about the uh, Netflix doing? Was Stranger Things? No, I think it was the series of unfortunate events. Oh, was that a lot with was Patrick like Harris? huge, huge... Um, but that was when they were first doing new content. Yeah. You know? I think they... Did you hear about how Disney, they let go of the woman that was in charge of the Disney theme parks who ran the Star Wars attraction because that's basically a bust right now. Oh, is it? Yeah. They're anticipating... The comic artists are going to see that? Because I keep seeing... Oh, I know, I know, I know. And Norm Ratman's been on it 20 times already. But yeah. the thing of it is, it's like they expected like six hour, seven hour waits. Oh. And now it's like an hour, like any other ride. It's oh, like... That's good. Not it's good if you want to go. No, they were anticipating because the Harry Potter roller coaster, yeah. whatever they opened in Universal, has like a 12-hour wait. 
they're like, what are you doing to us? We got 12 hours for Harry Potter. We built the Star Wars world, and we got 45 minutes. But isn't that the difference between the possible ages of the target yeah. audience? Harry Potter was more immediate. Last it's like if 20 they did, years, if yeah. If they did the Star Wars thing in the 80s or oh, 90s. Oh, it been huge, yeah. That's they did. They but did. I'm saying yeah. that's the age, you know, like where you're, oh, I, I was big on this when I was 12, mm-hmm. and now I'm 22. Uh-huh. I'm going to because it'll be fun. And the Star Wars stuff that they picked, by the way, is all the new Star Wars stuff. Oh, it's not they the, did the Millennium Falcon. They did the Millennium Falcon, yes. but it's in the new Star Wars yeah, picture yeah. world. The okay. whole Kylo Ren and yeah, all yeah. that. There's no Darth Vader's. There's no, you know, Yoda's. It's all the new people. And what happens to all these characters? At After the this December? Movie? I don't know. Because you know I mean? they're not... start over? Well, they have Kevin Feige doing the Marvel the Marvel guys. Do. do they just take the universe and start They over? said they're closing off the Star Wars Skywalker story. Yeah. And they're just going to tell you different episodes, does, different characters. Does the Rey character, whoever survives, no. shouldn't they be then Done. the Done. seed for the next trilogy? No, they said it's going to be totally divorced from that. But when you do that... When you see the that's next the common with, element to me. Yeah. It's like it's the Star Wars thing. Because you know? again, by the time they start the third, why call it Star Wars? Then my wife would say that years ago. She goes, "If they just put another title, would you go see that?" I go, "No, you're only going to see because they tell you it's Star Wars." Right. So if you have all these new characters, yeah. like Star Trek, yeah. if they don't put those uniforms on them and yeah. call it Star Trek, you're not going to watch it. But right. what they do is they put the little emblem yeah. and, they, and oh, it's a Star Trek yeah. show. The writings, you know, what you can change it to anything yeah. really. When, do you remember when that uh, Willow was it the movie Ron yeah. Howard yeah yeah that's how it went Val Kilmer when that came out that was George Lucas producing it was yeah. and I remember going to see that with my buddy everyone thought that Mike was going to be the, the no, next I, and I said to him I said you know if they said oh by the way this is an extension of the Star Wars oh it would have got more people people would have suddenly went oh that was a great movie yeah because it was an entertaining movie it was I enjoyed it yeah but I think without that connection it just dropped it was on its own they were planning on doing more yeah Chris Claremont wrote sequels to it yeah it's just interesting it's again no it had all the effects but it's, the, it's like the perception of putting that brand label on something and then, oh, hey, this well, is... Well, why did Atlas Comics not sell as well as Marvel DC? Yeah. Because they didn't have distribution? Well, Atlas is also... It was a, a revenge project. Well, oh, you mean the 70s the, the Atlas? The 70s oh, Atlas. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not talking about... Well, the, they didn't have distribution. There yeah, but they had thing. talent, though. But they had no distribution. And I say from a... I was the age... None of those books made it to newsstands Oh, really? Anywhere. I saw them here on the East Coast. I would see those. They never made Tiger it to, Man, all that stuff. On the newsstands? Yeah. Okay. That's because like, there was no comic book stores in the late no, 70s. No, I'm just saying that that was one of the things that forced... There weren't a lot of them. That forced the comic stores because in the Midwest, those books did not get newsstand distribution and ah. that's where Bud Plant started selling them wholesale from the distributors. Oh, really? Yeah. We had a guy in Milwaukee who would order the books from Bud Plant who was getting them from the distributor. And sell them from his trunk? And he would ship them via Greyhound bus. And we would have them on Fridays. Oh, really? He could only get limited numbers, but he'd put them all out there, and we'd all just grab them up because none of them had hit the stand. No kidding. Yeah. So the, after the first, say, like, by issue three of everything... Most of the Atlas books died out But quick. by issue three of anything, yeah. they just had whatever you could find on a newsstand. But then, again, it's possible that the New York area... Yeah, because we were have, closer to it. They might have gotten better distribution, but yeah. everywhere else they didn't. Oh, I always wondered about that. It was all regional control because you'd have to truck the books. Yeah, to yeah, right, right, right. Newsstand right. dealers or well, they just sold. Products. 
all those characters. Again, I don't think they have the the, the fan following to yeah. give a shit, but yeah. they sold... Uh, who bought it? Fox or... Some... Uh, no, who, there's a movie company. I can't think of who it is. Is it the guy? Lionsgate or something Lionsgate. Like that. Somebody bought up the entire Atlas yeah. character library. Do they buy up the ABC stuff too that... That Alan Moore well, did? that was DC still owns that. Don't they own Tom Strong still? DC. Yeah, right? Yeah, I'm surprised they do, but they I do. was going to say, are you sure, or is it back, did it revert They're back to Alan Moore? No, they still have the they have terrifics. The yeah, Tom that's, Strong's in there. They've, yeah. they've seated those characters into other DC stuff. Hmm. I'm surprised, but I think it was explained to me that the reason... What was it, ABC Comics? Is that the reason? It was the ABC, yeah. yeah. The reason that the uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen wasn't covered... Why? ...by the DC deal. Because those characters are probably... No, that was... Before the contracts were signed, that was the first one to get optional. So it didn't. It was published by the by Wildstorm at the right. time under the ABC, but ABC didn't own them. Oh, Alan Moore and um, so that's uh, why Kevin DC O'Neill doesn't. That. They don't touch that. Yeah. Part. I see. Because they don't own that because it was. They it just was, wrapped it up. It was it was pre-sold to the movie guy mm-hmm. before all the other stuff was finalized. So yeah. it would look lucked out for them. You know, I mean, it's it's good for them. No, I wonder sometimes. I know the Charlton. Oh, wait a minute. Doesn't Watchmen start next month? Yeah, it's HBO? supposed to be 20th. I thought October 20th. No. Yeah, it's coming up soon, right? It's the weekend. Right after. Yeah, it'll be at Baltimore. Yeah. What a week? Or is it all together or just drop like Netflix? No, it's one a week. It's all HBO. right. I like it that way. Yeah. I like waiting for shows. Yeah, it'll be HBO. Because when you see it all at once, you're like, oh, I better hurry up and watch this all. I was yeah. telling you, I watched this Swamp Thing show and you I, didn't I, like I wasn't it. feeling yeah. it. Did you finish it? No, I'm on ep- oh. episode nine. I told you which one I thought was horrible. It was Hush. Oh, I haven't watched it. I watched it. I wanted to see it because everyone always told me Hush was such a great story. Did if this was the, the story, I dropped out of it years oh, ago. I remember oh, okay. reading it a little bit. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I lost interest. A lot of that stuff you just... You know what took forever to read? The Long Halloween. Well, because it didn't come out in It came monthly. out... Didn't it have Originally it was. Breaks? Oh, yeah, it did. Uh, Jim Sale yeah, was I doing. I think it. I don't remember whatever happened to that. I don't think I ever walked. You didn't finish it? No. No, I bought I think the trade. Big gaps. Yeah. Well, there's nothing worse than getting into a book and investing it, and then you find out the next issue's not coming out for four months, and you're like, I'm not going to follow. See, that. I'm not the guy who's going to go get the trade. Oh, really? I get the, the trade. Issues, you know, yeah. if I have like six of, of twelve, I'm not going to go buy a book. I'm going to just. You know, hopefully try to remember when it comes Did you read out. any of those new image things that come out? Which ones? Any of them. I try to read like one or two. Like, oh, yeah, oh, but what? any of the new image books. Like, I'll go to Pat's store, oh, and he has oh. a whole wall of image and, and you know, all the yeah, new yeah. titles. But I, I, I don't know. I can't get into them. I try. But it's like, well, well you're also you're, you've said it before, though. There's, a, there's a, I think, maybe you're brand-oriented. Yeah. And, and when you have something different, it's hard to invest in it. Like, I read the Blade Runner book that came out by Titan Comics because I knew Blade Runner yeah. and it's set in that world, yeah, yeah. so I have a history of that. Sometimes it was, it's it was hard good. to buy into a new concept just because it's not tethered to something that you either know or mm. care about. I, I look at the books in the store. I don't buy a lot I don't of buy those, them, yeah. But I do buy a couple of them. I, if they look good, I'll buy them, you know? Are you going by the looks? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a visual medium. Oh, it could yeah. be brilliantly written, but if it's crappy looking, I'm not going to be intrigued enough to pick it up. Like those, did you see those grand design books that came out? 
They were interesting design-wise. They the did an X-Men one. Yeah. yeah no, I, it, I didn't buy it. I saw it, and I looked at it. I go, well, that's interesting. I think I was confused by those. They're, they're sure like they a were... retelling of the X-Men, and they're going to do the Fantastic Four this so month. So those were new? They were, were new. They, oh, they were kind of like Marvels. Okay. No, they, they take the events that happen, yeah, yeah. and they do it from a certain point of view, yeah. but they made it in the same style as the 60s, yeah. and they had like you know the zip-a-tone effects. And right. So it's more like an art project. You're looking at like, is this a story? Well, did you buy the Marvel Universe yeah, the Mark Wade ones. Yeah. I've been buying those. I got th- all three I think of them. We talked about. Maybe we talked I read about the first time. one, but it's. Getting... I told you there's like some what if stories that are now in continuity. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was, kind of that was a big. Well, that some of them always were. The Invaders one was always continuity about the different Captain Americas that took over. I don't know if that was always. Continuity, Roy said it was. They, they yeah. retconned it years ago. Okay. But now, the, technically, they they walk it away like this. Every Marvel what if is a separate Earth, so right. technically they're all there. Gee, if is you want like to do 52 Earths? Shut up. <laughs> no, none of those imaginary stories happened. You had your Earth A, you had your Earth 1, you had Earth 2, then you had Earth X. Right, introduced the, the multiple Earth things with the Squadron Supreme. Right, back in the 60s. That was in the, yeah. In the yeah, but prior to that, you had imaginary stories at DC. Yeah. But Roy, I remember with the Captain America, they tried to tie in whatever happened in like the 50s. Yeah, that's the, yeah that they was Steve Englehart. They tried to keep that part of the same continuity. Right, right. It's like, oh, Steve he went Rogers, nuts. It was Steve Jack Nance. disappeared. Yeah. Then, therefore, the, this couldn't be the Steve The 50s Rogers. guys it wasn't. Was yeah, 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 yeah. Which are actually good stories. Yeah. But, I mean, that's, again, I think that's kind of fun, but... Well, did you read that? You didn't read that Spider-Man: A Life, where it's Peter Parker never got old, no. and it starts in 1962 when he's 15, yeah. and it goes through the whole decade. So he's like 40 in the 80s. He's oh. 60. Huh. And Mark Bagley did it, and it was written by Chip Zdarsky. It was really good. Was it? But you see, in real time doesn't work in comics yeah. because Norman Osborn's like 50. In the '60s, and now he's torturing Spider-Man. And he's right. in the '70s. You're like, wait, why are you fighting with a seven-year-old man? Right. And then they worked that whole clone story in, where the clone saga happened, where Norman Osborn paid Doctor Warren, again, it was named the Jackal guy, yeah. to make a clone of Peter Parker, because he wanted, he didn't like Harry to take over his uh, company. So what he was going to do is make a clone of Peter Parker and be his son to run Osborn Industries. It was really cool. But what happened is uh, you, you couldn't change Peter Parker, who he was. When did that come out? It just came out the last couple oh, months. Oh. And then Dr. Warren was in love with Gwen Stacy all along, and he made a Gwen Stacy for himself, which yeah. is kind of kinky and weird. And she, <laughs> find, and she finds it, and she's like, what's going on? He goes, but I've always loved you, Gwen. I have my own little Gwen sex doll, which is creepy as hell. But that was the thing. She was, and then what happens is, that when Stacy leaves with the clone Peter Parker and they leave and the real Peter Parker finds out that he was really the clone and then it, it was the same it was very confusing I had to read it twice like wait what happened just now <laughs> because they made Peter Parker think that he wasn't real just like they did the Ben Riley story like they, but and then they turned out to be it was Harry Osborne no Norman Osborne lied to him about the whole thing just to screw with him and that's he, Peter Parker goes nuts. He's like, you tell me the last 20 years, I've been thinking I was somebody else and I was never there and ha ha, gotcha. <laughs> and he dies. He I, ruined his life. I hate that, I don't mean what? to, no, no disrespect to whoever's been writing and drawing Spider-Man for the last bunch of years, but I kind of stopped buying Because of the artwork? 
it switched out a lot. I stopped buying it at the end of the Straczynski and when John Romita Jr. went yeah, off the, the book. And the New Day started. I guess so. Yeah, that's when yeah. it started, yeah. Well, actually, I kind of I, like I kind of stopped too because I was so mad that they had thrown out all that history yeah. because they saw all that Spider-Man read, which doesn't That's count. I read through the Straczynski run. No, that was fine, but then Casada yeah. came in and said well, we're going to start from scratch, right, of the and movie the, yeah, the, right. and we're wiping out Mary Jane being his wife and yeah. all that. It's just never happened. Yeah, I, didn't, I don't think it was... Because I just didn't care for... I still bought some of them. Well, Humberto Ramos has a very anime style yeah, to his yeah. art with, like, the big eyes yeah. and everything. And it was like, this didn't never seem like yeah. Spider-Man. I, just I mean, it's like nice it, artwork, but I think it, just it was didn't, because Romita Jr. had done it so long, and mm-hmm. I liked his... It was like shorthand. He knew what he was doing with it. Yeah, yeah. The same reason why I could never accept or not accept... FF without Jack Kirby. Liked, well, but uh, no, I, I never cared for Romita Jr. on Superman. I never liked him because it didn't look right, and I associated so much with Spider-Man and, and Daredevil, Spider-Man and yeah. Daredevil, that the Marvel stuff was harder to wrap my brain around. Well, you get labeled as the Superman guy, the yeah. Shazam guy, but yeah. then you go, wait, I've done other books. Yeah. Well, but, and that's, I mean, again, it's that perception, but I guess you know, it's not like it's his fault or anybody's no, fault. No, but you get you do. To, how many Supermans did you it's do? It's not like I chose to not do Superman ever, ever again. No, did you do more Supermans than Shazams? Yeah. Yeah, I worked on Superman for seven years. Years. Yeah, and how and many? And then sh- again for another year, and then nine in the uh, later. Yeah, 90s. so how many years on Shazam? Four. Shazam was basically the graphic novel was a couple of years but plus four years of that. You did All Star too in the eighties. Yeah, I did JSA stuff in the in the two thousand. For how many years was that? I mean, I mean, you look back, the longest thing you did was Superman. Yeah. So that makes sense. People go, oh, it's your Superman. Well, and people remember the, like, the stories or whatever, too. You See, know? I always think of Romita as Spider-Man and Daredevil. I don't think of it as X-Men, but he did X-Men, too. Yeah, no, I didn't. I, I know he did the Like X-Men. Walt Simonson? I always think, oh, Thor. And you go, well, Walt did a shit ton of other stuff besides yeah. Thor. You know? I like Walt's run on uh, Avengers. Manhunter? I don't even he remember that. He did a run that. on Avengers, yeah. Oh, he was right. After Burn? Yeah. He wasn't drawn. Um, that was Bob Hall, I think, wasn't it? But he wrote it after Burn left. All right. In the, in the eight, early 90s, 80s. And then he did a great run on, uh, just a short run on Fantastic Four. I remember those. Um, the Avengers thing, I think he, wasn't it the Council of I Kings? I don't remember that. Remember the Council of Kings? I was reading time it. travel. Yeah, it but I... It was a cool idea. Um, and he, Walt did X Factor for a I remember that, yeah. A yeah. couple of years, right? Yeah. Well, Louise was right. And he did... Orion. Yeah, when he was DC. Yep. He did the some new of those, gods. Yeah, yeah, that stuff was nice. He, he did the... He wrote Hawkman Hawk, Hawk for Well, a see, day. I'll say, right, what, Gene Colan, what do you think of when you think of Gene Colan? I think of Daredevil. See, I think of Tomb of Dracula. Oh, see, I think of Daredevil because that was, when I was a kid, that was, he was Daredevil. Oh, Herb Trimpey. The Hulk. No. To me, it's G.I. Joe and uh, Shogun Warriors and all that and stuff. And that was, yeah. Because that was all his toy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Certain guys, it's like all I could ever think of. Well, like John Romita Sr. Spider-Man. Spider-Man, but then I remember he put in a lot of... Uh, on a run on, on Captain America. Oh, he did. I never think of that. In but he 70s, did. In the same, yeah. yeah, the 110s, 120s yeah. and stuff like that. Like Rich Buckler. I think of the... Probably mostly the Fantastic Four. See, I do too, but people would say All-Star and all that stuff. Yeah. And he only did four issues of All-Star. Didn't he do the other one? Uh, what was it? The spin-off one. What the book am I thinking? No, not that one. No, Buckler, All Star. Did, Buckler did four issues of All-Star Squad. What was the... 
Jesus, I can't think of the book. The one with Power Girl first showed up. He didn't do that one. That's uh, it was uh, Staten. That was the yeah, All Star Comics. That's Joe Staten. Wally Wood. Wally Wood. Rick yeah. Wally Wood and then Joe Staten. Pat Broderick. To me, that's Firestorm. Firestorm. Yeah. Plus, some people say Micronauts because yeah, he did I a long run of that. Stuff, but I don't Michael Golden to me is Micronauts, Micronauts, even though he only did twelve issues. Yeah, yeah. Barry Windsor Smith is Conan. John Buscema is what to you? Avengers, Avengers. or Conan? Saying me is Conan. But I, know, it's not like I would choose. But no, but I think most people disassociate one guy. Yeah. But he, he did Avengers when I was a kid. Like Sal Buscema to me, yeah. or Buscema, is the Hulk. Oh, okay. I would say Captain America, because I remember doing no. Captain America. No, no. And Burn is X-Men, no matter what, is always X-Men. Yeah, I think of Fantastic Four, John. Well, because you were in Canada. No, but because he did that long run, a good long run on it. I mean, I know the X-Men stuff, but I, I don't think of it as his. I think of the X-Men it's Claremont. as him and Claremont. Right. It's not just like... You know, like Walt, Walt drew Thor, he did layouts for Thor when mm-hmm. Len Wein was, was writing it, and Tony DeZaniga was finishing it. He did mm-hmm. like a, maybe a year, a year and a half or something. Yeah. But the memorable stuff is more when he took over writing and drawing it. Like I think Todd McFarlane actually still thinks Spider-Man is Spawn. Not Infinity Inc.? No, not Infinity Or Invasion. I don't think of that one. Bob Layton to me is uh, Iron, Iron Man. Man, but I could say Hercules. But that was a miniseries. Yeah. Starlin and me. I always think Captain Marvel, but he didn't do that much Captain Marvel. He did some, but I think he did. Uh, didn't he do more in Doctor Strange or not really? No, he did the Warlock. Oh, Warlock. That's Warlock. what I'm thinking of. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he did do. A, he did. He do, did like 20 issues. Yeah. And he he, he did those characters consistently. Oh, over Pip different, and everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pip the troll. Well, you think about a lot of these, I mean, if people have, like, everybody's going to have a favorite time, mm. depending on how old they were, yeah. or if they just discovered something and they thought it was the greatest thing. So, I mean, that's always what I go back to. I never think of Jack Kirby on Thor. I think of him with FF. Oh, I think of him as Thor. Really? That was the first stuff. I remember the Thor with uh, Thor having a soda at the top. With oh, the, and he said, that, yeah, that, that splash page. You know, yeah. But yeah, Fantastic Four, Captain America. It's hard to choose. With How about Don Heck? Don Heck, Avengers. Avengers yeah. yeah. Dick, then, Dick Ayers is Sergeant Fury. I never liked Dick Ayers. All right, let's well, switch DC. Dick Dillon. I didn't care for Dick Dillon either. But Justice, no, Justice League. League. Yeah. yeah. Um, Neil Adams is what? Batman. Well, I think of Neil Adams and Irv Novick as Batman because that was the 70s, you know. Not mm. um, Green Lantern? For who? For Neil. I think of Batman more, really? even though the Green Lantern stuff was pretty amazing. High profile. Yeah, yeah, but I think of the Batman stuff mostly because that was just, there's so many really good stories in there, like the Two-Face story and the Joker one with him and the Shark Marshall Bank. Rogers. I think Detective Comics. Even though he did about, what, 8 or 12? Yeah, but it was a memorable run. Yeah, oh, I know, that whole killing very, jo- uh, the laughing fish. The, Again, no offense, it's not well drawn, but it's beautiful. Well, he designed. says that was when he it's first learned to draw designed. the first one. The second time he did that with Engelhart wasn't well received, but he yeah. actually was a better artist. But I think it's the design of it, yeah, rather than the actual physical drawing. And Terry Austin contributed a lot to kind of tying it, pulling it together. Ditko is what Doctor Strange or Spider Man? Spider Man. I'd say Spider Man, but I also think of the seventies DC stuff, talking of. Oh, I never read any of that. You know, they're releasing an uh, omnibus of a bunch of Justice Leagues that never got reproduced before that had uh, Neil Adams and Dick Giordano work and all this. It was like 
there was a cover of Green Lantern and Superman about to fight. It was in space. Like, there's the Earth, and they're coming at each other like that. When was it from? There, it's a, yeah, it's just being reissued this huh. fall. And somebody said they've never been reprinted before. Huh. Like, the Global Guardians or something's called. It's all these Justice League, Superman, environmental space books from, like, 72, 73. Uh, and Neil did a bunch of them. Huh. I'm like, I never read they go. That's because they never reprinted them. So, you know, there's a, in one of the art, I think the Art of Neil Adam yeah. books that came out in the 70s or 80s. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. I always buy those. There was one, I think, that reprinted pencils for uh, maybe a seven-page Clark Kent story. Oh, really? Story. Yeah. Just in pencils. His pencils were always so beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And because uh, they were just tonal. They were really neatly done. Yeah, the shading, yeah. And I always thought, gee, that'd be a, a good one to have somebody finish without mm. screwing with it too much. Mm. You know, but they don't think they ever did that. Well, was, Somebody paid for it. Obviously, DC paid them. It's probably in a drawer. But no longer. Sitting there. It's just lost. Or oh, really? Or got it back or something. Wow. I heard there's tons of pages that sit unfinished. They've moved so many times. There's, I mean, there's probably stuff now, what, if they move to California. I oh, think they probably dumped they it. They probably have stuff in store. I heard there's a whole John Buscema book done. Yeah, that's that there. was the yeah. one I was telling you. It's like, it was a Justice League story that was like five issues, and I think Buscema did three, and mm-hmm. then Gil Kane, when Buscema died. Or Yokey might have started it. No, one of them started it, and then I think Basema started it, and then and he then, couldn't finish because he got cancer. And then Yokey did like an issue or something, and he got sick. Yeah. So it's like four out of five were penciled, and it's just in the drawer. Dead man's book. Nobody wants to touch it. It's cursed. I mean, it's a shame. You know. Yeah. Was there a script for it? Obviously. Clearly, yeah. Yeah. Uh, again, just as a historical thing, it'd be kind of fun to have somebody finish. I would finish. You know, I would ink it. I'd finish the last issue, then I could die. And there you go, right? Sell it on eBay. 100 bucks. <laughs> if it's killing people. Like Alan Davis, I think of Batman. But people go, oh, no, I think of Excalibur and all that Marvel stuff. I go, no, see, I think of him and Mike Barr doing those Batman Outsiders. detectives. Yeah. He did Outsiders. And he did the when Batman. When they were doing the newsstand and direct, mar- direct market. Alan Davis drew Outsiders for a year. Yeah. The newsstand one, well, Jim Farrow was moved to the prestige one. There was two? Yeah. I didn't know that. One, the, they did that with Teen Titans. Yeah, I knew Teen Titans had that. Legion of Superheroes and Outsiders. Batman and the Outsiders. So there's two runs? Concurrent within yeah. that year because they were trying to come up to speed. Basically, they had the newsstand ones and the books that were on direct only, in theory, after a year, they would be put into the newsstand. Oh, I see. That was their way of not... Of of giving the advantage. Yeah, yeah. Like they were offering you, if you want to read this a year First earlier, dips. you yeah. read it at the comic, you have to go to the comic store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it cost more. Yeah. And then it would be reprinted in the regular And how'd that work? It didn't, it because didn't, yeah. by the time they went through that year, I think the business changed enough that yeah. they were like... Hey, no, we I didn't know they were running two. I knew the Teen Titans had two different yeah. books. Yeah. No, because there's... People forget those things existed, but there's some nice material there. Because even the Legion one, Jurgens was doing layouts on... Yeah. And I think Carl Kiesel was doing finishing. If only I didn't throw them away. Well... There were all those 80s Legion books. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With uh, Jurgens layouts, and Dan was also doing layouts for like Teen Titans... Well, the, the, while Perez was doing officially doing the collection the, that started the guy had was Adventure Comics Superboy and the Legion of Superheroes yeah, yeah. and then it turns into so Legion 70s. yeah and then it turned into just the Legion of yeah. Superheroes 
Yeah, because Dave Cochran did those before he went over to DC. Yeah. And he just redesigned all the, all the costumes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Timberwolf, basically Wolverine. It was Wolverine, yeah. And they got rid of Bouncing Boy, buddy. Nobody wanted the old Bouncing Boy. Now they just call him Bounce. Oh, yeah. And Legion, uh... There's a... Do they really? No, what I'm saying... I don't read it. They, they did bring him... They, they, they don't have that Do you remember before. the 80s when Yeah, Giffen when Giffen did it. Yeah. And, uh, uh, it was the the Di- 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 was working. No, I thought, I thought the beer bombs were right in now. Or Levitz. Paul Levitz and Giffen, yes, yes, yes. Because they did the <laughs> great they darkness. The, right, they did Dark Side had, War. Nobody yeah. had costumes, they were all just wearing big trench coats. Yeah, then there wasn't this called the Legionnaires for a while? Was that the 90s? That was a little later. But yeah. yeah. I stopped after that. Yeah. I'd get it now and then, but I was like, eh. Have, have we talked enough? Yeah, we have. I'm sitting there going, hour and 20 minutes but there was nothing there was nothing major on the way here today I was like oh we'll talk about the Joker movie we already talked about the Joker movie I got nothing there's nothing to say until you see the movie that's the thing I don't want to be like all the other lemmings out there is there supposed to be a Harley uh, there was already that trailer with it that was it with the clowns teaser I thought there was supposed to be something else coming this week I know they started filming The Suicide Squad that's in production now I thought there was supposed to be a full trailer for it this week I thought I saw a teaser I can tell you who's coming. I didn't think the little, the, I mean, the little teaser for it didn't do anything for No, me. that was nothing. I was like, that's it? It was just yeah. her staying with some balloons. Yeah. I have some of the Suicide Squad coming to Terrificon next year. I'll just leave that out there. Who? Some of the actors. Really? Yeah. Three of the actors that are in the movie. That are on that and list. the new one? The new one. Oh, cool. By James Gunn. Cool. One will be a guy who's coming back again for I the third you. time. I got you. Another one's the guy who I haven't had before. And another one is a guy that's got a weird last Russian name who's in the <laughs> Ant-Man movies. And that's it. This has been a production of Big Fedora Marketing, LLC. The folks that bring you the terrific Comic-Con, GamerCon, and so much more. Thanks for listening.